Ave Maria Radio and Renewal Ministries presents Fire on the Earth, a compelling look at the new evangelization through inspiring teachings, interviews, and testimonies. Welcome, friends. This is Peter Herbeck, your host, and we're talking this week from 1 Corinthians chapter 1 to begin with here, the teaching of St. Paul. He's talking about the cross of Jesus Christ is the wisdom of God and it's the power of God. And he contrasts that to what the world, whether it's the, in their day, in his day, the, the wise Greek philosophers or the, the rabbis, the, you know, the teachers of the law, both sides reject, uh, to most of people on both those sides reject the person of Christ and the teaching of the church, right? The teaching of the early Christians in this case. And Paul said, those who think they're wise by missing the absolute revelation of the wisdom of God given to us in a person, in the life of Jesus, and especially revealed on the cross of Jesus Christ, his death and resurrection, his passion, so much is revealed there. We'll touch on the wisdom that's revealed there. And it's all vindicated in his being raised from the dead. He didn't just die like every other leader, prophet, teacher dies. He was raised from the dead and the father raised him and vindicated every word that he said. You know, Christianity, this is why Christianity is the resurrection from the dead on a bunch of different levels. But one of them is Christianity, the resurrection from the dead is the total vindication of the teaching and the actions, deeds, life of Jesus. And that's what the apostles laid their life down for. That's what they died for. They believed it. So we ended yesterday in verse 24, 23 and 24. It says, For Jews demand signs and Greeks seek wisdom, but we preach Christ crucified, a stumbling block to Jews and a folly to Gentiles. But to those who are called, both Jews and Greeks, Christ the power of God and the wisdom of God. Christ the power of God and the wisdom of God. For the foolishness of God is wiser than men, and the weakness of God is stronger than men. So God's foolishness is greater, infinitely greater, than the wisest of men and what they teach and what they believe. Now, Christ is the power of God, and Christ is the wisdom of God. What what does that mean? Well, Christ is the power of God, because he exercised real power, signs and wonders. He commanded demons to leave and they fled. He healed the sick. He raised the dead. But mostly on the cross and that radical act of love by which we were saved, the only means by which the human race is saved is the yes of Jesus Christ to the Father, fulfilling the call and the purpose of every human life, but a way of being that no human being ever did and fulfilled. Every other human being, fallen, sinful, did not love the Father, did not love God with all their heart, soul, mind, and strength, which was the real first purpose of human life, of human living, of, of our each one of us, right? 
to love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, and love your neighbor as yourself. No one did it perfectly. No one except Jesus. He did it to the point of death. There's so much wisdom there. Let's talk about it here. The wisdom of the cross. John Paul II would describe it this way at one point. He said, what we see on the cross is truth. And that truth is revealed this way. We see the face of God. We see the face of man. And we see the face of sin. The lies and the deceptions, the masks, the false gods, the false Christs, the false way of the world, the fallen world is unmasked on the cross in a person. And the truth is revealed. Power. Unbelievably unimaginable power is at work triumphing over death. Where do we see the face of God? What do we see on the cross? We see the love of God. God is love. The origin of everything, everything that is, comes from God, including you, including me. Everything that is is held in being by God. And who is God? What's God's nature? The core of God's nature. You know, human beings up till that time, going back thousands of years, had intuitions about God, had a sense of responsibility to God. They made sacrifices on altars. They had some dimension of laws and culture and ways of being. And God was often far away. God was fearful and angry, you know, like an angry God in many cases. And people got glimpses. They didn't see the true God, the fullness of the true God. What's revealed on the cross in the face of Jesus Christ is the clear unmasking of false gods and the true God, that God is love, that God is humble. What? The mighty, almighty, really, truly terrifying God. I mean, it's, you know, we've never, we've gotten little glimpses and sometimes when Maybe in our lives you get little glimpses of God, at least in my life, and it's happened a couple of times. I'm 65 years old, and I remember two or three times where it was a moment of grace, but I was on the ground just trembling and weeping, and, and oh, God, God is God, and I'm not, right? A sense of holy fear of God. What's revealed is God's desire to save, to forgive, his mercy, his kindness, his gentleness, his compassion for us, his fatherly heart for us is revealed on the cross. And we see the face of man. What the Holy Father meant really was that we see the true face of man. Every day we see all over, you know, social media and, you know, people talk a lot about, you know, we do work with young people and you know, young people spend gobs of time on not only the internet, but on TikTok, which I think I've seen one time 
and there's just a lot because people tell me there's just a lot of of false images of human beings constantly being projected there that's for sale you know it's on uh, it's a place to go where everybody's you know pretending there's somebody they're not and projecting their foolishness you know and also the desperation that's there it's very sad but we see the true face of man what what is the human person a human being what is the source of freedom what's the source of greatness what's the source of true wisdom Jesus shows us that he described himself in this way. Come and learn from me. And I often, when I think about that, it just, I feel like the Lord is saying, Peter, come and learn what, what it truly means to be a man, a woman, a human being. Jesus said, come and learn from me. I'm meek. Another word you could use for that is gentle. I'm meek. It's strength under control. It's not wimpiness, right? It's, Profound, all the powers the human person has, Jesus said, I, they come under their meek because uh, it's strength under control and it's brought in freedom, in Jesus' case, under God, submitting to God, loving God, obeying God. And that's a, an expression of humility. I'm not God. I'm not my own maker. I'm not my own creator. I didn't originate. I didn't create myself. I didn't make up the purpose of human life. I don't know, you know, I have no power over the future. When I die, I can't keep myself from dying. All the foolishness that's in the world. Jesus is saying the pursuit of constant pleasure, constant distraction, constant chest pounding and one crazy, you know, distraction after another. Jesus is saying, no, come to the quiet and look at me on the cross and you'll see the face of the true man what a human being is meant to be. Eyes you know, lifted up to the Father, making and offering our lives to God, which aligns us, puts our life in right order. And it causes us to walk in sanity and wisdom, true wisdom. But it's folly to the world, you know. It's not power, it's not glitz, it's not look at me, celebrate me. It's humility. And on that cross, Jesus was loving you and me. He loved God to the end, but he loved neighbor to the end. He died for you and he died for me. And we see the face of sin. Man's foolishness. The face of sin. The simplest way for me to describe it is love came. Perfect love came. And we killed it. The human race silenced it. And in mockery, sought to destroy it, right? To kill it. That's the sin-sick condition of the human heart. The call to surrender, to humility, to obedience. God first, the human heart hates it. So does the fallen world. And so does the devil, the great deceiver. And the battle for human beings is against the world, the fallen world, the flesh, and the devil. There's so much craziness in the world today of pride of man. I remember hearing a story. Elon Musk was talking about his relationship with Larry Page, 
who was the uh, co-founder of Google. And uh, they were both working on the development of AI, and they were friends. And uh, he mentioned this a number of times. You can find it on YouTube. And he said, we would talk about the developments that were happening in AI. And at a certain point, they realized at how powerful this, you know, machinery reality of technology could be. It could be just devastating to the human race if we're not careful with it. And he was expressing to Larry Page saying, we need, we need some kind of moral oversight of this, some kind of government something. And Larry Page turned to him and called him a speciest. And what he meant was that he was, you know, thinking, he was shocked and upset and he, he thought Elon Musk was on the wrong track. And what Elon Musk was thinking about was that there's something about the human race that's unique and special and that it should be protected from whatever man can create, that there's something noble and good about the human race. And Larry Page is like, no, the human beings, we're just, we're matter in motion. I mean, he, he's consistent with a worldview that says there is no God and we're just here and all we have is our own wits and it's just battling against, you know, the the whole evolutionary process and the survival of the fittest and all that. And what what's happening now is just a new evol- evolutionary reality of a combination, a blending of man and machine is the next evolution. And to have this special idea about the human being is to stand in the way of this new evolution, right, which somehow is our only hope. Those are two worlds right there. I'm not saying Elon Musk is a Christian. I don't know that. But it was a very insightful moment, the folly of man. Let's talk more about it tomorrow. Each program of Fire on the Earth with Peter Herbeck can be downloaded at AveMariaRadio.net and RenewalMinistries.net. Fire on the Earth is a production of Ave Maria Radio. Friends, I'd like to offer you my new booklet, Receiving Fire. Jesus said, I have come to cast fire on the earth. Would that it were already ablaze. That fire is the purifying love that burns in the heart of Jesus, a fire of grace for those who receive it, but a fire of judgment for those who refuse it. If you'd like a copy of this free booklet, call 1-800-282-4789 or contact us on the web at renewalministries.net slash FOE. That's renewalministries.net slash FOE.